0: Hey, this is Thor from Cybrary. If you've been enjoying the Cybrary podcast or one of the other series like 401 Access Denied or Go For It with Sarah Moffat, then make sure to like, follow, or subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes. And we'd love to hear from you. Join the discussion by leaving us a comment or review on your platform of choice, and you could be featured in a future episode. From all of us at Cybrary, thank you and enjoy the show.
1: Hey, this is Sarah Moffitt. I'm a leadership coach, and this is your bi-weekly reminder to go for it. I'm here to help you gain the confidence, consistency, and courage you need to go for it, whatever it is. This is a podcast produced by Cybrary, a company that is all about going for it. They've revolutionized the cybersecurity education experience, and I'm excited to hang out with you and Cyberry today. All right, y'all, it's Monday. It's time to stand up, get yourself together, and let's go for it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the latest edition of Go For It. This week, we are joined by my wonderful friend, Sharon Atechi. I've known Sharon since 2011, so 10 years, Sharon. Yeah. 10 years ago, you and I have been just together. <laughs> Sharon, uh, she used to be my boss and then she became my friend and she's been my friend ever since. She was there when my son was born. And she's just in, this incredible woman who's lived on three continents, um, raised a bunch of kids, had a highly successful career. And then in the last 10 years, Sharon became a yoga master. And so I just had to have her on the show today to talk about her experiences and her life. Sharon, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Sarah. So happy to be here. So you are um, one of the most at peace people I've ever met in my life. Like, I think that the world could be on fire and (laughs) things could be burning down and you would just be like, all right. Yeah. How did you get to become like that? <laughs>
0: Which, by the way, I'm the opposite. <laughs> okay. So we have to sort of qualify yoga master first of all. Um, okay. I I I love yoga. Yoga helps me to create a balance in my life. I am a yoga therapist, and I use the tools and techniques of yoga to bring about wellness. I wouldn't say healing, but just to bring about wellness and balance. Um, I, I think the way I achieved um, my, I guess my composure or my constitution, uh, towards not, uh, running, you know, fire, fire first Mm. is, um, just learning to, um, use a little bit of thought before I make a judgment about a certain situation. Um, just sort of holding, absorbing, digesting what is happening to me emotionally, or even, Um, physically sometimes to just check in and see how it is really affecting me. Um, And I think that saves me from, you know, it saves me some energy. It may save other people um, a wrong impression about how how I'm reacting or feel about a certain uh, situation. So I think I've just learned in that way. Uh, In yoga, they have something called uh, aparigraha. It's, it's one of the, uh, in one of the limbs of yoga, and it means non-grasping or non-attachment. So if you remain sort of neutral or not attached to things um, and then form your attachment based on good judgment, that allows you to have that space uh, before you react um, and you act with more purpose and it may have a longer lasting effect. So I think that's sort of what
1: is I, there is there like a trigger or something that you have created for yourself to stop yourself from reacting?
0: Um I I think is just to to stop and absorb what is happening around me. me. Yeah. I think I think that would help. That helped me in a way. Mm-hmm. I
1: have this sticker that I that I taped on the top of my laptop screen that says, is it worth getting upset about? <laughs> because, because oh. I get, I get, I get worked up kind of fast. And I think it's, I have this like internal sense of justice, mm-hmm. that justice must be served and intentions must be good. And, mm-hmm. and if they're not, I am, I am very quick to react, which I wish that I wasn't. I wish that I was. And that's, so that's a discipline that I'm, I'm trying to, um, develop my inner stoic. I'm learning about Stoic philosophy right now. So everybody will hear me. Wow,
0: that's, that's wonderful.
1: Yeah. So I'm, so I'm developing my inner Stoic philosopher and trying not to respond. So I created this. And I remember earlier in my career, I used to, <laughs> I would say to myself, no babies are dying. No babies are dying. <laughs> like, oh. put it in perspective. This is just a work project. N- no babies are dying. We don't need to.
0: Wow. Calm down,
1: Sarah, calm down.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I've always admired your poise and that that self-discipline that you have. And I think we're in the middle, well, I don't think we are, but we are in the middle of a pandemic. And many of us have been in a almost constant reactive mode. Yes. For yeah. like a year. Yes the future's always been unpredictable, right? There's no, I remember um, listening to at the very beginning of the pandemic, this guy was talking and he was like, you know, we felt like we had order in our day because we did things that we were so used to. But Mm -hmm. the truth of the matter is you could get in your car and go to the grocery store to buy a gallon of milk. There's no guarantee you're going to get there. Exactly. We trust that the person on the other side of the double yellow, isn't going to skip the the line and plow into our car. We trust we're not going to have a major heart attack in the middle of the grocery store, right? There's all these things, but, um, but COVID has sort of warped our sense of trust and our sense of self-control and our sense of, um, you know, predictability in life. And so I think a lot of us have become far more reactionary than mm-hmm. we used to be. That's so true. how would you- How would you, as someone who has mastered this in her life, how would, how can you help us to kind of return to that state of stasis that composed, and maybe some of us have never been there before ever, but how can you help us get back to this place?
0: Well, yes, yes. COVID has, has really turned our, our bodies, I would say inside out, you know, the, uh, Nerves on edge, we're jangles. We are indecisive. We we we're operating in a under a different set of rules and a different paradigm. Um, you know, I would say that eighty percent of the time, I'm able to say to myself, you know, stop and think. But one of the greatest things I ever heard, um, maybe about fifteen <laughs> years ago or so, when I was discovering yoga, is don't believe everything you think. Your mind. You need to examine what you're thinking through introspection. Examine what you're feeling. Don't you think it's it's really unique how we can have a conversation with ourselves? That tells you that the mind can be controlled. That that we are not our thoughts. Mm. You know, we get we can actually have a good conversation. You know, Sharon to Sharon, and that is so unique. Um, I I don't know how other creations in God's world (laughs) do this, but I know in my own experience that I can question what I'm thinking. I can question what I'm feeling and I can make a a decision based on what I'm feeling inside and look at my emotions, look at my reactions, look at what I'm thinking and say, hey, you know, I'm not going to believe that right now. That's not true and just this this is what i'm going to do that is that is powerful and
1: you know now that you're saying that i remember reading a study or hearing about it on the radio or something that like 75% of our thoughts are negative
0: mm.
1: some something really like huge astronomical and that those negative thoughts uh, are seven times more like sticky in our brain mm. so learning to question ourselves and I think that, God, that's smart. So it's not just, it's not just kind of testing how we respond or react to outside stimulus, but catching ourselves and those tapes that we play in our mind. Yes. And saying, is this true? Yes.
0: yes. who that's, that is that's a lot of work. It, it is, it is. And we have to constantly be on guard is because our reactions—the way we reacted yesterday—is not the way that we should react today, because we're we're forever changing. So mm. our, our mind—we get used to building up habits and mm. do things without thinking. You know, like riding a bicycle or those things that we um, physically learn how to do, and then we create our muscle memory. In the same way, we create memories, we create habits. And we just, by habit, have a reaction to something. And then if we stop ourselves and say, I'm not going to do that this time, I'm, you know, what other choices do I have? And then you can think through that and you can make a different choice. And therefore, you're, you're on a different path and you're sort of evolving with, with your, your mind and your body in a way towards growth um, and not stagnation. Um, I think so. Yeah. I want to challenge myself myself and Mm -hmm. say, you know, yeah, you you did that yesterday or you thought that, but you're not the same person today. How does that serve you? Um, uh, And, and one of the things that I do struggle with Sarah, you know, despite being able to sort of segment and examine thoughts is um, being able to let go. So Sometimes if I don't have a reaction, it means that I am not digesting my thoughts. I am not incorporating my feelings and working with them and using them and sloughing off what doesn't help me. So, you know, in that way, I get a sort of like a a mental constipation, right? I'm not really (laughs) uh, using what I'm experiencing and and then letting go of it. So if you pile up all these things and all these yeah, thoughts yeah, and feelings, yeah. um, you know, just like anything that our body comes in contact with, either it's a thought, a feeling, the food, we have to assimilate it.
1: Mm-hmm, if we mm-hmm. don't
0: assimilate it, it just stays there and it festers and it gets stagnant and it gets stuck. And that's what I mean by the mental constipation. So. If I don't assimilate my thoughts and use them, make decisions and use that information and just slough off the rest, then I'm just sitting on a whole lot of stuff, you know. Yeah. Really be careful to um to assimilate um, all of my, you know, my experiences, my emotions, and what I'm what I'm taking in. Um so um, that that's something that, that I'm working, working
1: on. Definitely. I mean, we're all a work in progress, but you're making me think, so I have, I have a client that I'm working with right now and she is a highly successful, high performing, just powerhouse, um, who just does not ever take time to reflect. And I, I, I you know I said you're kind of like a pinball. You're like ding 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 ding. You know, she's just going from one thing to the next all the time. And she does not feel successful, which to me is like I look at her and I'm like, you know, I think like, damn. whoo, this girl's on fire. But she at the end of the day feels like all the time. And so but but getting getting to the point where you can be quiet with your own thoughts requires a high level of intention and maturity, I think. So, you know, it's not something that a lot of us are are born to think. So right now Joshua and I, my son, he's 6, we've been practicing daily meditations. Oh,
0: great. Cool.
1: Because I think it's really important for him to practice at an early age, being able to be quiet with his thoughts and do what you said, which is like, unconstipate yourself. Like, how do you feel about the day? What happened today? What did you respond to? What didn't you respond to? Um, But I think that one of the good things is not to ruminate. Like you said, being able to slough it off. Because a lot of times, I'm going to say this, maybe uh, gender, um, I'm not trying to be stereotypical, but I think a lot of women aren't quite as good at the sloughing it off, right? They oh, yeah. they tend to ruminate and and get into this kind of cycle of like self-defeat. Oh, I can't believe I did that. I wish I would have said this. And you get whoosh, whoosh. so the the idea of like unpacking it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: reviewing it, and deciding. This goes, this stays, this I'm gonna change next time, right? Yes. Yeah. So you think uh so um I'm going I want you to tell everyone who's watching slash listening your very wonderful words of wisdom about coming back to your breath.
0: All right. Okay, yes. I, I do believe in yoga and in life that everything begins and ends with the breath. And I've told you. The sort of story—it's—it's—it's everyone's human story on taking the first inhale at birth, and the last exhale when life no longer is within us and death. And we need to keep that cycle moving. Um, I I think of the breath like um, the tone of a violin. So the bow moves up and down, and that's like our inhale and exhale but the note is so smooth that you don't even notice that the bow is going up and down it's continuous it's a circle it's a never ending circle and if we don't keep that going it you know blocks our our life force our prana so we keep the breath moving and just life happens to us and our breath you know we hold our breath we only breathe, you know, on the upper chest. Uh, We have shallow breath, Uh, all all of those things. And we can get back to our full breath of a baby when you see them breathe and the belly rises and they're just Mm -hmm. breathing with their whole diaphragm. And we can try and get back to that because I think it will help us to just get our life force moving in us. And it starts with the breath, so slowing down, just to take a few good inhales, seeing your belly rise. You know, you're not going to hold in your belly for anyone. You're not <laughs> going to say, "Oh, you know, my 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 belly's hanging out." Just let it go and just you know, <laughs> nice and tall, and just feel your belly with breath, and you know, take a nice full exhale and and just feel how that. Breath and massages, you know, everywhere in your body.
1: So it feels it feels really good. Well, and I just feel better listening to you <laughs> talk about breathing. <laughs> it Slows me down, but so that's a. I think that's a great place to 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 close off for today. Is just Sharon, you you have um, been such a grounding force for me, and I, you know, I was thinking about. Who should we have on this podcast? And I think that you are such a wonderful guest, such a great breath of fresh air, a a new perspective, a reminder to stop and breathe. Because, listen, we all hold our breath. We don't even realize we're doing it. You get mad and you stop breathing. (laughs) It's like, oh yeah, (laughs) I I do the same. Like when Joshua gets upset when he's crying, I um, I read somewhere to ask your child to speak because it forces them to take a breath. Like they're like, "Ah," and you're like, what happened? And then they have to go, oh, and it starts that violin bow again. So remembering to breathe, pausing to state, to stop and think before you respond and, um, and remember that you can control your thoughts great ways, great practices for all of us to start to bring back into our lives full force so that we have the energy and the momentum and the motivation and the ability to go forward. Like you said, we're, we're changing. We're evolving every day.
0: Yes. You're so beautiful. Thank you so much, Sarah. This has been great.
1: Thank you. And thanks everybody for checking out um, the podcast again this week. Would love to see your comments and hear back from you and feedback. So if you have questions, if you uh, would like to get in touch with Sharon for her wonderful advice, I'm sure she would be happy to do a master yoga therapy session with you. (laughs) I've just volunteered you to everybody who's going to listen, Sharon. (laughs)
0: Exactly. Why
1: not? (laughs) Um, So anyway, thanks for being with us today. And thank you, Sharon. And I will see you guys all in a couple of weeks. Thank you, Sarah. Cybrity the premier cybersecurity skill development platform, is empowering individuals and teams to secure the future of technology. See why 3 million people have already signed up when you visit www.cybrary.it.